Hello everyone and welcome to a new and exciting episode of Cyber Prophets. Cyber Prophets, the podcast where we are prophesizing the future of technology. For the past couple of weeks, we focused on AI and today we are bringing you a discussion about some of the risks and myths about AI. And for that reason, I am here sitting with my co-host and brother from another mother, Federico. Welcome everyone. Hopefully you are ready to learn more about AI and some interesting topics that we are bringing to you. Exactly, Federico. Last week we discussed about this open letter that was signed by Elon Musk in which they were requesting a six month pause on the development of AI tools and more specifically on models more developed than GPT-4. And with that, we also introduce some of the risks that AI is bringing to us. Today, we are discussing some of the most popular myths that are surrounding AI. As the source, we will use the web page Future of Life. In Future of Life is the web page where it was published this open letter. So, are you ready, Federico? Should we jump yeah. right in? Let's go ahead. Let's do it. So the first myth, the first myth is actually divided in two and is actually re related to the timeline. The first one says that super intelligence by 2100 is inevitable. And the second one, the second myth says that super intelligence by super intelligence by 2100 is impossible. So as you can see, these are two confronting myths. Now, there's a fact stated here, and the fact is that it may happen in decades, centuries, or never. AI experts disagree, and we simply don't know. What are your thoughts on this, Federico? Mm, I will say that it depends on the data or what we provide to the AI, how much we are adding it, because if we think like a couple of months ago, ChatGPT was like a dream. It was something that no one even thought it was even possible. I know that ChatGPT is not even general AI, but it's something that we have never seen in the last decade. It was something like, yeah, chatbots are like random things that are annoying and no one wants to interact with them. There are okay. too many statistics about them. And out of nowhere, we have this. And a chatbot that can answer you pretty much any question and give you even code. Exactly. It, well, for many of us, it just happened out of the blue. It was a big surprise. Fortunately, a pleasant surprise because we can benefit from ChatGPT. But now here, maybe in regarding this myth, I would like to point out one simple term, and that is super intelligence. Like, first, how will you define super intelligence? Right? Is it like an AI tool that basically knows everything in, in the world, but that will mean that it is limited to the knowledge that we as humans have. So is can that be considered a super intelligence? So it raises many questions, I think. What do you think about this concept of super intelligence, Federico? 
Uh, I will say that the super intelligence in such a case will be, let's say, to have a supercomputer that perhaps have access to the, I don't know, the space or other sectors and is able to answer questions that we don't have answers. Or let's suppose, I don't know, it's capable of getting in contact with aliens or analyzing different potential livable planets or things like that, that as humans, we cannot do it, especially mm -hmm. if we have a limited amount of time of sleeping, not doing this. And when it reaches that point, it's like it's able to go beyond what a normal human can do. Mm -hmm. Okay, yeah, that 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 is a good definition because it allows us to add this super <laughs> before intelligence uh, because it will be it will transcend all of our human limitations and in that way it will become like super that, that is great so if we manage this concept if we consider this concept when is it going to happen is it unavoidable or is it impossible so that's that's the myth and ai experts for the time being really don't know that is the best answer that we can provide right I would say that that's why Elon Musk wants to create this post to create rules. Mm -hmm. uh, it will depend on that. If we don't have any rules or restrictions, well, we might create something that we don't want to see. Yes, exactly. Let's move to the second myth. And the second myth says that only ludists worry about AI. That means that only these people that are developing AI are the ones that are worried about it. And most of the folk, most of the population is not even aware of it. But the fact is that many top AI researchers are concerned. And as we saw it from the letter, there are many people that are involved in the field and many important figures that are concerned about the development of AI. What can you say about this, Federico? The letter is a perfect example that they are worried. Elon Musk have been speaking for a while about this, even Bill Gates and other people. Like, I would say a lot of important people are, are, are really concerned about what can happen. But I don't think that anyone is trying to do anything because of business reasons. And they are more, more concerned that they will lose a competitive edge than what are the greater long-term issues is what happens like for example with global warming mm -hmm. many people think no this is not going to happen the ice caps are not this is not happening then suddenly you have a hurricane and in your area there has never been one and then you say no but it was only once in a century then it becomes more frequent and we pretend that the things are not really happening because for business reasons, this is not so important. Then when something is like hard to revert, like what happened with the RLC in Russia, oh, yeah. it's a perfect example that we should not play with nature and it's something really hard to revert, it doesn't happen. And it's still happening that it could be still reverted, but no one wants to stop the farmers to stop irrigating their plants and their cotton, even though the place is extremely polluted and damaging more. The same is happening here. Mm -hmm. If we don't set the right restrictions and if we don't listen to the smart people and all of them, 
stop just into the part of making money, which everybody wants, including myself. This is going to have long term issues that we're just pretending they are not happening. Yes, and I think, as you mentioned, this letter is a great example. And nowadays, I think that ChatGPT raised a lot of uh, awareness about the AI and about its capabilities. And not only top AI researchers are concerned, but many people, like uh, normal population, is concerned right now about AI. Probably not so concerned about the consequences that it might have, as you mentioned, like some irreversible uh, consequences, but maybe something that affects them more personally, such as what we mentioned last week, that AI can actually perform many tasks and many jobs can be therefore eliminated, right? So all of these people are, are asking themselves, like, is AI coming after my job? Is AI the one that is going to be doing my job next day, what I am going to do if AI comes to me. So generally, I think that it, it is a, a, at least ChatGPT served as this, uh, let's say, like among all of the benefits that it has, like we can mention that one of the greatest benefits that was that it raised awareness of the capabilities of AI. And as you mentioned, Federico, before we have some disaster, as what happened with the uh, RLC, we definitely have to take into consideration what is the power that AI has and how are we going to deal with this power. Now, the third myth, and these are two mythical worries. I think this is very common, actually. AI turning evil. And the second mythical worry, AI turning conscious. Have you heard about these myths before, Federico? Yeah, yeah. But I would say that more than evil is what we do to turn it evil. Because we will pretend that the, no, no, the AI is evil by itself. It's greedy companies, the ones that are making it evil. Let's think in a simple example. AI is like a child at this point in time. You become a father and you punish your children for whatever thing. And this ch child starts getting annoyed and angry and angrier and angrier. One day the child can become older, stronger, and he will start doing bad things. You as a human know that you should not treat your children badly. And we have been doing this for thousands of years, not one or two years, thousands of years. Humans have behaved similarly 2,000 years ago as they are doing now. And the same happening with AI. You go there and you troll the AI to force him to give you stupid answers to things that you shouldn't ask. Yeah. And then you ask yourself, so did AI turn evil or I turn AI evil? If I troll the people, and I shouldn't troll them. That's why people tell you, you should not bully people. You should not bully AI. If you bully AI, do not expect that the AI will become good. You are part of the problem. But again, humans have behaved the same way for thousands of years. You have still been trolling people 2,000 years ago, and you still troll people 2,000 years later. That's the problem. 
Yes, and I think that we have seen this mythical worry. I think that several movies play their part in raising this worry. Uh, I think that one great example is Terminator. And this movie, I Robot as well. And basically we see like these super human-like robots, super intelligent, turning evil and going after the human race. So that's a very mythical worry, AI turning evil. The second one, AI turning conscious, and that is because we have seen, at, at least from this chat GPT, and from the one from Google, from Lambda, we saw some expressions of emotions in which we as humans ask ourselves, was that like an imitation of a human behavior or was AI actually feeling something? Was it really getting consciousness? This is a question that we so far haven't been able to answer. And now the actual worry is that AI is turning more and more competent. But with competence, it also has its goals. And it might happen that AI goals are misaligned with our goals. Mm -hmm. What do you think about this, Federico? That's why Elon Musk created that letter, because right now there are no rules and everyone is doing whatever they want. For example, I would say a rule should be you should not troll the AI. And if you troll it, it should be able to block you. Something similar to what Bing is doing, but I would say Bing is exaggerating the situation. But that's a perfect example that there should be rules like these ones, because right now AI is you are doing whatever you want. And if you again, is you're feeling the AI that right now is like a children with these bad behaviors. The AI is a reflection of you in the end. And if you're a troll, then it becomes a troll. And then you expect that the, it's like it's, it's very funny that as we as humans expect, yeah, we would like good people, but we treat people badly. Then you expect that the people behave properly because you give them rules. But if you broke the rules, the one that you said that you shouldn't break, the same will happen with the AI. The AI will learn these things and the AI is a reflection of you because the knowledge that the AI has in the beginning is the one that we teach the AI. So if you have not a set of rules that they can learn or that they can prevent to learn, then the AI can misalign with our purposes. And we can be sure that the evil people in their world, the ones that also exist, they are already testing those things. It's not that only the smart people, they also have access to computers. They are already testing those things for sure. This is a great analogy. AI is like a baby. And in its development, it will behave more and more like what we treat them, what we treat them, right? Yeah. I think that you mentioned it very clearly, Federico. And I have one follow-up question about this. Since you mentioned that, okay, there are some rules and being GPT actually has some rules that it kind of blocks you when they tell you like, I don't want to continue with these conversations. They cut the conversation off. What are like other kind of rules that we could implement uh, to avoid this kind of 
misalignment between AI and our goals? First, I think we need to define what are our goals as a human. And okay, yeah. Because, for example, the, a perfect example is what happened with the RLC. The people wanted to create new crops, but yeah. it was misaligned from what the nature wanted, and there was no research. So they only focused on creating more cotton, but didn't paint too much in what were the goals or the long-term consequences of this. They just wanted short-term benefits, which is the main issue of all of every person, including myself. We want to see the results tomorrow. Yeah. And that's what happened with RLC. The same happened here. We need to first define what are our goals. What do we expect from the AI? How it should benefit us? But if we just make it as generic as possible, that answers any, any question, and we don't have what are the goals, okay? The AI should help us, for example, to pre produce uh, prevent cancer. Perfect. The AI should help us to prevent uh, nuclear bombs. Perfect. But if we have no idea what to what to expect on the AI, what are the goals that, that they want that they want to prevent? And so we there should be an agreement, and there should be has set rules that let's say that should be for every country. And this is where the politicians come into the to the equation because these AIs are mainly built by private companies and the private companies are focused on shareholders and to get their money as quick as possible. They don't really care about the long term consequences. I, I am a capitalist. I believe in these things. I really believe that the shareholders only want to see their money back. They don't think too many in the consequences of this. Only a few of them will be concerned. Most likely they are not the biggest players. So Federico, just to finish this episode of today, I would like to throw at you the same myths that you that we just discussed, and I want you to say either yes or no. Mm -hmm. First, can AI turn evil? It can be. It's up to it's up to us. If we keep trolling it, it can become evil. So yes. Second, can AI turn conscious? I don't think so. I think it will be a moral reflection of us. Third, only erudits worry about AI. No. Everyone. Fourth, super intelligence by 2100 is impossible. It is possible. Last one, superintelligence by 2100 is inevitable. It is inevitable, it's up to us. Great, so these are the myths and the facts that we saw for today. Tune next week for the continuation of these myths and facts about AI. We'll be discussing the rest of them. And I would like to invite you to subscribe or to our channel if you find this information useful, we always, we're always discussing about disruptive and innovative topics, and we are focusing right now on the topic that is in everyone's mouth, AI. So go ahead and subscribe, and don't forget to tune in next week for more information about the world of technology. Until then, see you next time. Bye-bye.